Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Swish. Carson, it's been too long. But NBA is close. We are almost here. We have less than a month till opening day. So Preseason starts in like five days. I'm excited. There's a lot to break down, a lot of awesome free agents. And in honor of doing that, we're going to talk to you guys about the single worst division in the sport. Actually, and maybe all of sports. <laughs> Probably is. By the way, uh, explicit content is going to be on this one, adult language, all that good stuff. Sorry, mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, uh, but yeah, we're just going to go ahead and do it. Carson, real quick to give the people a preview. This is the single worst division in basketball by far. Make a case for why it's the worst division in sports. Because the only other division I can think of, I'm going to be honest, I don't know baseball divisions and I could care less, it doesn't matter. So I'm just thinking football here. The worst football division has to be the Patriots division because you have the Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins who haven't made the playoffs in like 42 years. But you got the Patriots in there, so they're not too bad. So Yeah, good comparison, and I like it. This team has the Heat in there, but everybody else is dog shit, to say the least. Uh, let's and at, le- at least the, the Heat haven't been good since Braun, so. Yeah, they had that one run in the playoffs. Poor Chris Bosh, actually, but we'll talk about him later. Uh, and when I say later, I mean not on this episode. Yeah. So. Uh, so, guys, in the Southeast, we've got the Heat, the Magic, the Wizards, the Hornets, the Hawks. Carson, we are going to talk a lot about how some of these teams are awful. How the Hawks are, I guess, kind of interesting. Probably do a little Reddish versus Hunter debate. And uh, anything else you think we should talk about? Um, honestly, I think we should just get through this one and move on to the ones we want to do. <laughs> All right, guys, don't listen to that. Just listen to this episode first. But yeah, for real, uh, once this episode's over, we're going to do way better divisions. We're building up from the bottom, uh, and the bottom is pretty rock bottom in that SpongeBob episode. I just want to get stuck with the bus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard to get any worse than this. So. Enjoy today's episode. It's pretty fun. It's just uh, we're going to be us just kind of shooting the shit for a little bit. And yeah, so thanks for uh, joining me, Carson, and thank you guys for listening. Uh, oh, should we plug stuff here? Got you. Yeah. Uh, so we have a lot of film content. So go to Offscript Online. Check out all of our film stuff. Swish, we're not really doing a lot of written stuff because, quite frankly, I mean, who cares? I'd rather listen to us talk anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but also, the, the sport changes all the time. It's hard to write down everything. And then imagine writing a thousand-word article, and then a day later, everything you said is irrelevant because... And basketball is the off season. You know what doesn't have an off season? Movies. Thank you, Carson. I love it. And and TV. TV kind of does have an off season though. Okay, and you know what? It's called off script. So maybe even plays. Maybe you're gonna throw some Broadway in there. <laughs> we don't know. Carson, who cares? Just just keep going, Connor. <laughs> 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 All right, let's jump on in. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, stay tuned. We're gonna have a lot of episodes breaking down each division. Really excited for that Pacific. We'll we'll talk more later. But thanks for listening to this one. All right, Carson, thanks for joining me, buddy. Yeah, it's good to be here. No, it's good to have you. Uh, All right, we're talking about the Southeast. I mean, this is pretty bad. It's a rough luck. What team do you want to start with, or how do you want to break this down? Um, Let's just go with win totals and just general overarching what we think is going to happen this year. 
Yeah, okay. So why don't we start off with the worst two teams? So, Carson, make a case for me why the Hornets are going to be the worst team in the NBA. Because Rui Hachimura is going to be a very good rookie this year for the Wizards and may get them two more wins. But but seriously, um, I think there's a chance Michael Jordan just sells halfway through the year, which could be good for the Hornets. But the Hornets don't even have a player on 2K, I think, that's above an 80. <laughs> they, wait, which Zeller is it? Tyler Zeller? Cody. Cody's it? Okay, see. They have one of the, one of the they drafted Cody Martin, one of the twins from Nevada. They have Miles Bridges. He's pretty good at dunking. Other than that, their team is just terrible. Dude, there's them signing Terry Rozier. Terrible decision, oh right? God. Oh my God, that was so bad. I mean, maybe he'll be good on his own team. I don't know. But for like $50 million, three years, I don't know. That's, that's terrible. Yeah, that's my only problem with the Hornets organization, right? Is So they lost Kimball Walker, which fine. I mean, good players leave teams every single year. That's not a big deal, right? Yeah. I mean, we aren't going to be sitting there discussing and talking about how, you know, oh, that's a bad thing, good thing, whatever it is. But they're talking about playing Terriers your 40, or 34 minutes a game this year, right? To give everybody a heads up, the past two years he's combined for about 24-ish minutes a game. All right? So he's going to be playing 10 more minutes a game. And on top of that, it's not like he had incredible stats or anything across the board there. He was more of a serviceable plug-and-play guy. But this year he's making just shy of $20 million. And with the Celtics, he had Brad Stevens to help him out. I just don't get it. And then next year he's making 18, 18, uh, 900,000, then 17, 900,000 the year after. Uh, Realistically, I think the Hornets are going to be probably, I don't know, they're probably going to be the worst team or second worst team in the league. I honestly don't see a way they can get over like 12 wins just because they really don't have NBA level talent. So I think there's a chance, I think there's a very slim chance they could get single-digit wins this year. So just looking at it from from here, we have Rozier starting, we have Batum starting, we have most likely Malik Monk starting, Miles Bridges, actually Monk probably not, Bridges instead, and then Biombo and Zeller? That, that, I don't, that lineup does nothing for me. No, that lineup is terrible. They have no playmakers, I guess. What if Scary, what if scary Terry comes back, though? That, that could be a thing. Oh, that's true. Reemerges. Yeah, he could have like a fantastic, like you know, November or something. Lead him to like six wins. That's true. <laughs> That's pretty sad. Um, we'll see. I'm not really expecting much from the Hornets at all. Hey, good news is this though. Uh, I mean, you live what three hours away from Charlotte. Yes. So the good news is they're probably gonna get a top draft pick, which means that in the next two three years they might be really really fun to watch. They're gonna get Lamelo Ball. It's happening. Lamelo, I saw that today. He's a potential yeah. actual top pick. Love it. Yeah. Ball in the family, baby. All right, let's go back. Uh, let's move away from that ball of crazy. Uh, the Wizards. So the Wizards this year have signed Isaiah Thomas to replace John Wall. And nothing like replacing a guy who gets hurt perpetually with another guy who gets hurt less perpetually. Um, but we got Bradley Beal, who's been playing well. We have Thomas Bryant at center. And we got to guess Hachimura will jump in there. And then they got that like kind of whitish guy. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he played a good amount last year for him. and was pretty good. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Does he have a foreign name? Yeah, it's a foreign guy. Yep. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I know of him. Doesn't matter. 
Point is, Wizards are going to be trash. I think they're going to sell out and trade Beal halfway through the season, if not sooner. Maximize value on that, and then they can get a top pick next year. Yeah, that make the most sense, but I don't know who would trade for Beal other than like a team like Milwaukee who just needs a shooter. Yeah, but Carson, no, you aren't thinking. You're close. What team is just so desperate every year to do uh-huh. You're close. Not Milwaukee because they're a little too good. 76ers? Yes, I love it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. They dump Ben Simmons or something ridiculous and you're like, okay, cool. Oh, here Tobias we go. Harris and yep. like a draft pick. Boom. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I think the Sixers could trade for him. The Lakers are always a pick up there. Um, or we'll throw some picks at it, but I guess they can't really anymore because they traded for Anthony Davis. So, yeah. uh, But between the Wizards and the Hornets, we have two of the worst teams in the league, and we'll, we'll kind of close with some over-under here, uh, and then we'll me and Carson will go from there, see what we think. Um, but overall, we have the Magic, Heat, and the Hawks remaining. Man, I don't like the Magic. I think the Magic are some trash. Yeah, I think last year they just had a good year. I, I don't say it was a fluke. They do have Vucevic back. I think, I think their ceiling is 40 wins. I just I like that. I don't I mean here's here's the reality is if you're a Magic fan, you're in a now state of uh, purgatory where you have no hope to really ever get a top draft pick, but you're you're gonna be mid lottery at best, like tenth. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. It's just I would hate to be I would hate to be a Magic fan and reality is there are probably eight Magic fans, so who gives I was about to say, well there's a good thing that there is no Magic fans in the world. I mean they all left after Dwight Howard and bounced. Uh, After Shaq. <laughs> yeah, Shaq and Penny. But no, uh, Magic, I don't really care about talking about them uh, much of anything. Uh, do you think they'll be in the playoffs next year? I don't I don't know. I, I could see four teams from the Atlantic. That's the thing. Yeah. And we'll get to that later. But I just, I think this division is getting one, and that's it. I would agree. So this division gets one, probably the Central gets three. Three, mm-hmm. with one being like an eight or nine, you know, seven or eight. Seed. I think I think the Pistons will be the eight. Yeah, exactly. And then the Magic or Magic or Heat or somebody like that could be the six or seven. I think the Heat. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, I'm in on that. Let's bounce to the two interesting teams. I actually want to go real in depth on this. Uh, who do you want to start with? Uh, I can. Let's start with the Heat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the Heat are the better team. What are your thoughts on Jimmy Butler going there and just their overall roster? They have a really physical roster, actually. It's I don't think they're going to be like hardcore defense and like what the Celtics were with Kevin Garnett and stuff. But I also don't think it's going to be a bunch of run and shoot threes. They have Jimmy Butler, who I guess is a tough player, but he hates every one of his teammates that he plays with. Um, Goran Dragic, Bam Adebayo, Justice Winslow. I don't see him doing much damage or even getting a top five seed, but I think they can get a six seed and potentially upset like the the seventy sixers or some team like that in the playoffs. All right, how many play playoffs? How many uh, games is it going to take before Butler goes off on Deion Waiters on the court? <laughs> oh God, how many? What? It probably only took two practices before <laughs> he started yelling at him. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't see. I see this ending really poorly. All right. What about the Chris Paul potentially going to the Heat? Oh, if 
since their season's over. That I'm just curious, ridiculous. right? Like there's there's that rumor going around though. That's the worst contract besides John Walls, and that's just because John Walls hurt. Chris Paul's gonna be making like 38 million to score 14 points a game and eight assists and have a terrible attitude every game. There's no positive to him getting there other than maybe they'll make it to the second round of the playoffs. Maybe, and not even that. Because they'll probably have to dump Adebayo or Drogic or even Tyler Hero, who's Just, playing well. Justice Winslow, yeah, Tyler yeah, Hero. Winslow. Yeah, exactly. What do you think about Tyler Hero? Really good summer league. Oh, fantastic summer league. I was not expecting it. I would watch Kentucky games, and I thought Keldon Johnson was the best player they had all year. And... Tyler Hero, I was like, oh, it's kind of like a Kyle Guy type guy. I was like, look, really good college player. I don't know how good he'll be in the pros. And he just lit summer league up. He wasn't missing. And he actually is a lot more than a shooter. He is just an overall really skilled offensive player. Dude, summer league is awesome for the white heroes of college basketball. Oh, dude. Like, Kyle Guy was averaging like 18 points. Oh, yeah. Duncan Robinson? <laughs> We're not. They got like a two million dollar contract. Yeah. <laughs> Hero. Uh, Bill Simmons was going crazy about Hero during summer league. So, yeah, uh, I like that. Good team. We'll talk more when we do over under here. We'll go into that a little bit deeper. But let's talk about the Hawks. I think the Hawks are the, to me, most interesting team in basketball because I have no idea if they're going to be really, really good as a young team, or uh-huh. if it's going to fail. Like, they it seems to me like they're trying to be more like the Warriors. What do you think? I don't know if I want to say they're going to be like the Warriors, but they definitely are kind of following that. That's just kind of the trend of basketball now. They have Trey Young who can pass and is a shooter. Then you got to surround him with shooters to keep the defense always guessing. Yeah, and so, that's that's what I meant. I, sorry, they're they're trying to follow that model of get all those yeah, shooters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm in the same boat as you, man. I don't see them being the Warriors anytime soon. But we don't. I don't know. I mean, they got a bunch of uh, wing guys, so they got the three Indies. Uh-huh. Which is pretty useful. Uh, last year they won twenty nine games, but Trey Young was fun for three months. I mean, Luke is better. I know. So for those, yeah, of you that no, don't not know, even not even for that, but yeah, I am a Luca Homer. I love Luca Doncic, and I may spend twelve minutes on Dallas when we get to that division. Just saying. God, this division. The only problem is I want to be excited about this division, but I don't care about them at all. No. I mean, DeAndre Hunter's even on the Hawks, and it's just, I don't I don't know. Because there's a chance he barely plays and Cam Reddish plays. That's the thing. I don't know. All right, let's get into that debate. Let's forget everything else. Who cares? Can like Why in the hell are people sitting there telling me that Cam Reddish is a better potential pro than DeAndre Hunter? I don't get it. I'm going to be completely honest. I may agree, and it's just because I don't think DeAndre Hunter cares about anything. Just the way he acts, I don't, I just, the way he acts, I don't know if he cares. He's just like, you know what, I'm going to get my money, I'm going to play basketball, and I'm going to get the hell out of here. And also, he's he's a fantastic college player. That's the thing. He's, I don't think he's a pro player. Like, There's few exceptions of pro players that actually play defense. And the ones that do are still... They play defense, but then once they give it on offense, they're not passing. Like it's they are the team type thing, like Kawhi in the finals. Yeah, that's uh, all right. So, but at the same time, look at Tony Allen. Tony Allen made a living off shutting down yeah, Kobe. That's true. Well, I don't. No, 
no offense, but I don't think DeAndre Hunter could shut down Kevin Durant if he came to it. That's the thing. Well, maybe now. Kevin Durant has one foot. So. Um, <laughs> at this moment, yes. When Kevin Durant is hobbling around the court. Kevin Durant, for the rest of the season, is going to have one foot in a cast and two hands on his Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> Accounts. My bad. <laughs> Not easy, Kevin. <laughs> no, uh, DeAndre Hunter, I think, is better than Cam Reddish. And I'm going to throw this out to you. I didn't see anything from Cam Reddish in college that made me even remotely interested in him as a pro. I mean, dude, he was he was on a team with the number one pick and the number three pick. Yeah, I agree, but he had one game that was good. Dude, Malik Other, Monk had better games than Cam Reddish in college. Because Malik Monk was the best scorer on his team. Darren Fox, I don't, I don't know. Best score, best score. score Darren Fox uh, was the best player. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I'm just saying. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to compliment a Duke player. I don't want to say Cam Reddish was good, but I mean, dude, he was literally just not even looked at. On when he was on that court, he wasn't looked at. It's gotta be and, tough though, because Zion is a primary ISO or alley oop guy, uh-huh. and then RJ Barrett is only ISO. He's shooting or he's sh- bricking a floater. That's your only option. <laughs> he is a lost cause. I'm so pumped about that Atlantic Division. That's gonna oh, be God. It's awesome. gonna be everywhere. All right, let's let's just close on. This is gonna be a short episode today. That's fine. What team do you hate the most in this division? And which one would you, if you had to bet as much money as you possibly could, all your money, right? Uh-huh. Which team do you think is the worst, and which team do you think is the best? Best, I have to go with the Heat. Okay. Just just because they have veteran talent, they have a good coach, good front office, and I think I think they're making the playoffs this year. I think their worst is going to be an eight seed. And the worst team? God, dude. See, like, I want to say the Hornets, but then again, there's a chance the Wizards just get rid of Bradley Beal, and then we don't know five other starters. Like, I think there's a solid chance that the Wizards just blow everything up and just say, screw it. You know what? We're going to win six games this year. Yeah, I'm kind of in that boat, too. Where I don't know, but I like the Heat. Heat are my favorite team. I'm going to stick with the Hornets. The problem with the Hornets, man, is they got all this money tied up in Biombo, Zeller, and Batum still. It's wild. Yeah. They don't have that much cap space, which is just crazy because they traded Rozier, essentially Kimba for Rozier. So you assume, okay, they got like $20 million sitting around. It's like, no. No, Rozier's making more than Kimba. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, okay. Um, all right, cool. Let's go over-under before we head on out today. All right, let's start with the bottom. God, there's okay. so many teams I want to talk to you about. I'm looking at the Timberwolves. Ah, oh. there's so many more. There's so many more interesting teams. Let's just go with the Wizards. Wizards are at 27 and a half games. Under. Under. <laughs> yeah, I'd take the under. Okay. There's no way. In, there is no way in hell that the Wizards can win 28 games. <laughs> That's true. Because <laughs> at that point, they're what eleven games out from the playoffs, and that's not that's n- no. The Wizards cannot win that many games. They get what four against everyone else in their division. Yeah. So that's saying that's saying at least against the division that they'd have to win like fifteen, considering it's the worst division. And it's not happening. Okay. It, it can't. All right, I like that. That's good. So Wizards, we're out on. I'm on the under as well there. Uh, let's look at the Hornets. Hornets are... Sorry, I had them all pulled up here. 
Oh, Charlotte. Like Duh. Like, I'm sitting here like, I know they're a team, but I don't really care about their over-under. Yeah. Oh, dude, they're even worse. Charlotte's 23 and a half. So, I think about it like this. Last year, they got 39 wins, and Kimba played really, really, really well. Yeah, I, I gotta say under. Yeah, I go under. Because Kimba probably closed out 11 games for him in this year. Uh, Terry Rozier is gonna close one. I don't know. I Man, I don't know. Like, I'm looking right now at Terry Rozier's stats from last year. Just to give you a walkthrough, I mean, he averaged nine points a game. 3.9. Uh, so we'll round up here even for him. With a good team around him. And yeah. the best defender wasn't even on him. Dude, he shot 38% from the field. I mean, Carson, me and you shoot 38% against each other or in the backyard. Yeah, that is... I just... And we don't get paid $20 million a year. That's a crazy thing. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Hey, good for Michael Jordan. He paid Lance Stevenson, paid Terry Rozier. He's just trying to spread the wealth, man. Dude, at this point, Lance Stevenson would be the best player on the team. <laughs> yeah, that feels right. God, Lance. Uh, we just need more of him on the meme team last year. The entire Lakers. God, dude, I'm pumped about the Pacific. There's so many good divisions this year. All right, let's take a look at the Hawks. Hawks are 34 and a half. Oh. They got 29 wins last year. I go it over. I think they can get six more wins, and I look at it like this. The Hornets had 39 wins last year. I think the Hawks could beat them three out of four times. The Wizards had 32 wins last year. I don't see them getting there either, right? So I think they can beat them three out of four times. So that gives them six wins right away, and they would just have to win 29 more games the rest of the year. Here's my thing about that. Like, I think that, that line, honestly, I think is perfect. Because in the East, there's always a team that has 38 or 39 wins that makes the playoffs. And I just can't picture the Hawks within six, seven games of the playoffs. Sure. So I'm going to say under, but probably I think they're going to be around right around 33 or 34. Yeah, okay. Like I, I could see, I have them at like 36. Yeah. But either way, I mean, that's that's a tough. They're, like, they're going to be right there to where beginning, first half of the season, they're going to be kind of hanging around the eight seed I think and then I think coming down the stretch they're gonna fall apart and be around the ten by the end of the year. Yeah yeah. I'm I'm in agreement there. But you never know. Some of these teams just if Trey Young starts going off, get something there. But Yeah yeah. Yeah, I'm in agreement. Uh let's take a look at the Heat. Or I'm sorry, the Magic. So Magic are at forty one and a half. That's high. Un- under. Under. That under. is ridiculous. Under. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that I don't like that line at all. Last year, what, they were at 40? Dude, last year they got 40, 42 wins last year. And that was because they did really well down after the All-Star break. They did really well. That's basically assuming they're going to have the exact same year they did last year. Under. And I don't, I don't want to say it was a fluke, but they're not making the playoffs this year. I don't see them making the playoffs. I got to go It sounds under. weird. All they need, I'm not saying all you need, but they could easily win 38 games. Like, do you see them make, winning 44 games? Eh, no. probably not. But I could definitely see them winning 38. Yeah. So I like the under better. Uh, let's go to the Heat. I actually have the Heat on an... Uh, 
maybe over here. That's a this is a tough one though. 42 and a half. They're definitely better than the Magic. But they hover around that 42 win mark. Uh-huh. I think you got to go over. Just for just for Jimmy Butler, I can see him getting I can think around 45, 46. Reality is they should have eight easy wins against the Wizards and Hornets. And then Even if they split yeah. four. Exactly. I was so. going to say split that. So that gives you 12 wins. So that means that they need to find 30 wins the rest of the year. Or 31 wins the rest of the year. I think they can do it. Especially when D-Wade comes out of retirement <laughs> three weeks into the season. Then he's back on the team. Take Dion Waiter spot starts taking game winners. That's gonna happen. All right, I like that. And last thing I want to do uh, now that we've done over under, let's just end it with uh, best player of the mine is Jimmy Butler because normally I'd ask this question, but let's take the top guy away, right? Uh-huh. Who do you think is gonna have the best just statistical season? But similar to like Kimball last year, right? Where who cares if they win a lot of games? More of what person kind of carries their team. Who do you expect to have the best year of any of these guys, or even the breakout year? Um, I think the best, just best individual performance. I think I'm just gonna have to say Trey Young. I don't think he's gonna have a breakout year from last year. I think it's gonna be somewhat similar, except for what he did the last two months of the year. I think he's gonna consistently do the entire year. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna go with, and I like where we're going with some of this stuff, but I like Hachimura. I know he's a rookie, but we I'm of the opinion Beal's gone. I just think he's going to get traded to someone. But if the Wizards decide to keep him, Hachimura won't be up there. So my other pick to counterbalance it, I really would... I know it's kind of stupid, but I would think Miles Bridges would have a good year. No, I can see that. I can see that. Because you have to pick a guy who's going to be on a team that probably isn't going to do great, but he's going to be able to score a lot. And Bridges and Hachimura yeah. are similar players on those type of teams. So, uh, Sorry for all the Magic fans out there. Good news is you guys are going to have the longest team in league history with Okiki, Jonathan Isaac, Bamba, Vucevic. They're all just going to put their arms out. Yeah. They have, what, DJ Augustine who's like 5'8". Yeah. <laughs> and then a bunch of 6'9 guys with 7-foot wingspans. Oh, dude, we forgot to touch on Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz, is he going to play over under 10 games? I think he's going to be healthy for a good chunk of the season, but I don't think they'll play him. (laughs) (laughs) His ass is staying on the bench. (laughs) All right. That's awesome. God, poor Markel Fultz. That's one of the weirdest NBA cases ever. I don't know. Maybe he comes back with a jump shot. Yeah, it'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Poor kid had a triple-double. Never heard of again. Michael Carter-Williams having 31 points and eight steals his first NBA game. Exactly. Now he's probably playing in. China or something. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, him and Starbucks. Oh my god! No, dude, Michael Carter Williams is on the Magic. What am I? What am I thinking of? <laughs> we're we're ending there. We're ending there. Thank you guys for listening. We're gonna be doing a lot. We're gonna do one every uh, Tuesday and Friday. We're gonna put this one out a little bit early. I think uh, we're kidding. Today's Tuesday. I'm just gonna publish this tonight. So you'll have it. And then Friday we're gonna do a better one. Um, so we'll lead up to that. But yeah, cool. What Thanks. We're doing Friday. Oh, on uh, Thursday, Friday, we're going to be doing the, um, shoot, what's the other? Oh, the Central South, Division. Southwest? Oh. Central? Okay. Central, because Central's a little more interesting, but not as interesting. Central, we know Milwaukee's winning. That's 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, put it down now. But yeah, so cool. All right, man. Good talking to you. Uh, we'll talk in a few days. And guys, make sure to tune in for Swish. And then also we have Offscript Online. Go on there. We got a lot of different film and TV content if you're interested and if that sparks your curiosity. So talk to you guys soon.